0: Welcome to another episode of Confessions of a Practicing Christian with yours truly, Erin Fenice, where I give godly counsel on all things success, life, and wellness. Y'all already know what's up and what time it is. Before we get into things, let's get into some natural remedies. For today's natural remedies, we have mental health resources. You already know on this show, we always talk about all things success, life, and wellness. And part of wellness is mental health. And being that September is suicide prevention month, what better time than now than to get into some mental health resources and help provide you guys some support. So of course, you know I offer free sessions. So y'all book go to airfinice.com, click on the coaching tab and schedule that free 30-minute session so we can get some clarity and some guidance going on in your life. And also you can use that for prayer and support because I know if you're anything like me, you can get in your head and you feel like you haven't got nobody and you just stay in that place. So Y'all ain't got to feel alone. Know that y'all always have somebody with y'all. And I always say the highest form of love is prayer. And if that's the one thing that I can say, I genuinely am interceding on your behalf because that is my purpose here in life. To help guide people on their journey to purpose and also to let them know that God sees them and hears them. Because sometimes the only peace of God people see or experience is through you. And when I leave this life, I want people to know not only do she love Jesus she genuinely praying and so y'all know that God genuinely cares because he works through me because me and my own self I be feeling like I have a lot of things going on God I can't worry about other folks but God be telling me no ma'am I have purpose for you and my purpose is to intercede on y'all behalf and to let y'all know that he here he cares and he loves y'all so yeah getting back to it Go book on my website for those clarity sessions with me. And let's talk about it. Let's get you in a better mental headspace. Not only get you in a better mental headspace, we can definitely set up a game plan to help you and guide you into tackling some of those goals that you need to overcome or that you need to reach so you will be in a better space. So y'all reach out. You know, if you guys don't feel comfortable, go to Google and Google you some resources and hotlines and things that you're able to call and get some help. It's so many websites out there and mental health resources, not only for suicide, but for bullying, drug abuse, mental health, sexual assault. It's so many resources. So y'all Google and get some help because again, you are valuable to God and somebody's dependent on you, your kids, your family. Don't leave this world thinking that you're not wanted or needed because you are. All right. Now with that being said, let's get into the show. Woke up today, feeling great, no worries, today is a new day Even with the lot on my plate, may not have it all but I always have faith See, so we gon' keep it real, we gon' keep it true And still praise God with a new groove Come together and push through It's amazing what prayer can do Cause sometimes it's hard to see the blessings right in front of me Follow the light and now I see God has been so good to me Your grace, your love, they make me smile Your words, they still haven't let me down All good cause we living better now said September is National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month and during National Suicide Prevention Awareness Month, I want to help you find resources and raise awareness by sharing those resources to help you recognize the signs and get you some help through guidance and counseling. Also, I want to bring some clarity as to why you feel this way and to show you that God understands exactly what you're going through and that he wants to help guide you through this time and through these situations and I know that when we go through things, we ask God, why? Why me, God? Do you care? It's so many questions that you have for God. So, here's your why. First off, I want to say territorial demons. You're like, wait, what? Yeah, territorial demons. And we are got to get into scripture to back this support up. The Bible says we wrestle not against flesh and blood. Y'all got to keep that in mind. The enemy uses your mind as a battlefield to try and physically, spiritually, and mentally destroy you. And so, I said we about to get into some context here we go so y'all remember the story of daniel and how he was fasting and praying because disaster had come upon the people of israel and god scattered them about and gave them over to their enemies because they sinned against god if not let me give you some insight so boom daniel interceded and he was fasting for three weeks on the people's behalf so during this time an angel of the lord appeared before daniel and explained the spiritual warfare that was going on behind the scenes as i mentioned earlier the bible said we wrestle not against flesh and blood but against principalities against rulers of the darkness of this world and against spiritual wickedness in high places this is where spiritual warfare begins let's read daniel 10 12 through 13. all right so daniel 10 verses 12 starts off then he continued do not be afraid daniel since the first day that you set your mind to gain understanding and to humble yourself before God your words were heard and I have come in response to them but the prince of the Persian Kingdom resisted me 20. One days then Michael, one of the chief princes, came to help me because I was detained there with the king of Persia. So, the king of Persia, he meant by that it was the principality of that area. So, whenever you step away or stray away from God, you wander into the enemy's territory, and he has legal right to cause confusion and discord in your life, thereby causing mental anxiety. So, when you don't know who, what, when, where, and why. It's spiritual warfare against your mind. And go run back to God. God don't care about what you did, how you did, when you did. He just wants you to know that I'm here. I never left you. And I need y'all to understand that, especially during this time. Now, we know the anxiety causes us to overthink, right? And so when we do this, we basically telling God... God I don't trust you. And I was real bad about that. God had to get me together like I made you, I made this world. So even now I remind myself, God knows exactly what He's doing. I'm here where I'm supposed to be at this exact date, time, moment, second. Trust God and just keep going. Put one foot in front of the other. And I told you guys in previous week that God's plan for your life is that your mind, body, and soul prospers, and that everything good and perfect comes from God, right? So anything other than that, it comes from the enemy. So when you anxious or you worrying, the enemy knows that you're going to get stuck in that place of worrying and not be productive. And also put you on a hamster wheel to repeat some of the same cycles which cause you to remain stagnant. And that's when thoughts like, I should be further or I don't have anyone or nobody loves me or the world would be a better place without me. Floods in. All those thoughts just bombard you. And that's what God wants me to expose. He wants to expose expose the tricks of the enemy to get you right mentally, physically, and spiritually. Now, when I was writing, the Holy Spirit brought this message back full circle, and he reminded me and told me that's why he's had me teaching y'all about his love for the past two weeks. And I was like, wow, God. Because low-key, I wasn't even thinking about September being Suicide Prevention Month. And God brought it back full circle. I'm like, come on, God, you be working. If it's the one thing you be doing, you be guiding. Yeah, and he love y'all. Y'all gotta know he do. Because Honestly, like I said, I have a lot on my plate and I definitely pray for y'all. But when it comes to the things of God, God really love y'all and care for y'all. Because again, I have stuff totally different planned out to talk about and God be like, no, I want you to talk about this. And then he'll send me people as to why and to back up what he said. So yeah, God really do care about y'all. Now with this in mind. With the suicide prevention and awareness and destroying the tricks of the enemy, let's get into scripture. Philippians 4, 6 through 7 says, Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding will guard your hearts and mind through Christ. So that means when you feel anxious or anxiety and depression begin to kick in, petition God to cover you. As I said, I tell y'all all the time, God, God want to show y'all that he real. Y'all, he not just sitting there looking down at you struggle. He'll actually talk to you. He'll actually act. But you have to petition him to act on your behalf. That's why God gave you free will. He's not going to move or act in your life unless you invite him in. So invite him into your mind so he can counsel the tricks of the enemy. Also in saying this, God wants you to know he knows exactly how you feel. He wanted me to give y'all some relatable examples, some self-relatable, not Aaron relatable, but him relatable. I was like, all right, God, I got you. He was like, Aaron, when you go through things, I have to remind you of I'm God and I know exactly what you're going through and I give you context. So I need you to give him a little context. So... Y'all, let's get into it. So first up, a lot of us go through things with people close to us to die. And it really sets us up in a dark place. But God always guides you through. So all of y'all who are dealing with death and grief, God got y'all. So God wanted me to give y'all the scripture and context of John 11. This talks about Jesus' friend, Lazarus, when he died. And I'm going to skip throughout this chapter, but y'all read John 11. But to give y'all some context, a man named Lazarus, which Jesus loved and cared for, he said, his sickness will not end in death. God had a plan. So when Jesus saw all the people weeping, he was deeply moved in his spirit and trouble. Keep that in mind. He was deeply moved in his spirit, even though he knew he could raise Lazarus. Deep down in his spirit, he was even grieved. So... That lets y'all know that even though God sits on high, he has feelings and emotions towards y'all. He grieves when you grieve. So to y'all who are grieving, he feels exactly what you feel. And I often look at context. I be like, God, you provided that context just for us to know. So when you read your Bible, you understand that God is a lot like us because he lived this life and the Lord going to be made magnified in your time of grief. God is moved by your tears. The same God back then is the same God. Now God favors you and he cares about your mental wellness. Like I said, God knew he could raise Lazarus, but it was for his glory that he tarred so that the people would be able to see a physical manifestation of his love. And so the same for you. We don't always know why or how, but the one thing that we do know is that all things work for the good to them that are called according to his purpose. So, when you going through something, that's your time to pull on God. And that makes me think of a transparent moment. So, I was going through like a just a mental funk. I was going through a mental battle. I went to sleep crying, woke up crying, went back to sleep. Like, I was just grieved because I wasn't happy about the space that I was in. I was like, God, like, I know you see me. And I need you to talk to me. Like, let me know that you hear me. I just really need to hear some clarity and some peace. I was away from my home church. Usually, if I'm going through some God, I always confirms through my pastors and prophetic word. But this time, I'm away from home, and I had to depend on the prayers and I had to pull on heaven. And in pulling on heaven, God sent a message, and He said, "The winds of change are flowing in my direction." I was like, "God, you see me? You heard me? That's all I wanted was a sign that He heard me and that I." wasn't alone and he also. So I pray this message today does just that for you as well. That this is your sign that God hears your tears and that the winds of change are blowing in your direction. Now second up, let's talk about betrayal and relationships and friendship. With that in mind let's go back to Judas. You know we all know the story of Judas and how he betrayed Jesus for 30 pieces of silver. And you may think that Jesus didn't like Judas but nah, all of his disciples were handpicked in favor. So when Jesus was breaking bread, Judas was right there beside him. Matter of fact, did you know that Jesus healed Simon the leper? Who was Judas? that So you know he favored Judas. But let's get into scriptural context. In John 6, 70 through 71, Jesus answered the disciples, Did I not choose each of you, the twelve, and yet one of you is the devil? In 71, he was speaking of Judas the son of. Simon Iscariot. That's the one he healed from leper. So y'all see that? Like, God still loved him. And so that's for you guys who have friends who've done you wrong. That's even spouses, family members. All you gotta do is be quiet and let the Lord fight for you. He sees people hard even when we're blinded. And that's the good thing about walking with the Holy Spirit. He'll always reveal the plan of the enemy and let you witness their demise. Cause you see later on in scripture when Judas, he betrayed Jesus he went hanged himself. So Jesus didn't even have to give get back because buddy conscious ate him clean up. So yeah, let the Lord fight your battles. Close your mouth. All right, now with that being said, let's go to the next one. And this one that got all of us in the chokehold, real, real bad. We get down and out when that money looking funny. But we forget that God is a provider even when we're foolish with the resources he gives us. But yet and still, God still provides for us. And let's get some scriptural context for that. Matthew 17, 24 through 27. When they had come to Capernaum, those who received temple tax came to Peter and said, Does your teacher not pay temple tax? He said, yes, when he had come into the house, Jesus anticipated him saying, what do you think? From whom do the kings of the earth take taxes from their sons or from strangers? If we go further in the text, he said, nevertheless, we offend them. Go to the sea, cast in a hook, and take the fish that comes up first. When you have opened his mouth, you will find a piece of money. Take that and give it to them for me and you. The lesson to receive from this is that God will always provide, no matter the circumstances, that he a provider. God is always five steps ahead when it comes to our needs. He's never late. So I encourage you to trust God with your finances and realness about things like money and what you can't control. Because the one thing that we've seen in the context above and even in life is that God will provide the resources by any means necessary. Next up is loneliness. Y'all. I think everybody experienced this from time to time when you just feel like even though you have your best friend, you just get in this little funk of loneliness. But God wants you to know that that feeling of loneliness and anguish is something he went through as well. And so when you just want someone to care and talk to you, that he's there for you. So let's get into that. So Matthew 26, 36 through 46, when he was in the garden of Gethsemane, right before he was about to be crucified, 36 starts off. Then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and told his disciples, sit here while I go over there and pray. And he took Peter and the two sons of Zebedee with him. And he began to be grieved and distressed. You see that, baby? It was stressing real bad. Then he said to them, "My soul is deeply grieved to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch with me. Just stay with me, y'all." And he went a little beyond them and fell on his face, and he was praying to his and my father, "If it is possible, let this cup pass from me. Yet not as I will, but as you will." And he came to the disciples and found them sleeping, and he said to Peter, "So you men could not keep watch with me for one hour? Come on now, keep watching and praying so that you do not come into temptation. The spirit is willing, but the." Wheat. So he went away again. This is the second time and prayed, my father. If this cup cannot pass away unless I drink from it, Lord, your will be done. Again, he came back and they were sleep. They were tired, And he left them again. He went away and he started praying again. And he came back to the disciples and said to them, are you sleeping and resting? Behold, the hour is at hand. The son of man is being betrayed into the hands of sinners. Get up. Let's go. Behold, the one that is betraying me is near so you see how Jesus just wanted his friends to just stay up and comfort him he knew they couldn't do nothing or they couldn't help he just wanted the comfort like be here for me in my time of need so y'all God knows all too well about what you're going through and because he does he has compassion on you because can you imagine you know you about to be killed and they about to send you through something brutal think about this the next time you going through something and you think God don't care that moment of anguish he was in when they were whipping him and they were just spinning his face, and they put the crown of thorns on him. If he went through that much pain because he loved you, not just because he loves you, he knows exactly what it is to be crucified, and he did it. Yeah, you know he empathized with you. And that's why he's interceding on your behalf. And so he told me to give y'all some context. So he gave me Romans 8, 26 through 27. And 26 starts off, in the same way the spirit helps us in our weakness, we do not know what we ought to pray for, but the spirit himself intercedes for us through wordless groans. So even when you don't know what to pray and you just got tears in your eyes, God is still interceding for you. He knows. And he who searches our heart knows the mind of the spirit because the spirit intercedes for God's people in accordance to the will of God. So he intercedes for y'all. I always say that the highest form of love is prayer. I'm praying for you and the Holy Spirit is praying for you. So the only thing left for you to do is to get out of your own head and you pray for you. And pray without ceasing. Every time you get into that phase where you don't think life is worth living or you start to struggle from anxiety and depression, pray. Because that is the spirit that's mentally tormenting you. So I need you to use your authority in Christ to fight for you. You can't give up on you because you have purpose. With that being said, I'm going to leave you with this scripture to meditate on and to fight with. It comes from 1 Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18 and 16 starts off. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Give thanks in all circumstances for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. So you exactly where you need to be for this very moment, time, minute, second, and you just need to pray so he can give you some strength and he can comfort you in your time of anguish. And most of all, he can kill those thoughts of the enemy that you don't have purpose and that you worthless in the world would be better off without you. So remember that God cares and he loves you and that he's not just a figment of your imagination and call on him to deliver you in your time of trouble and watch data show out. All right, so that's it for me this week. I love you guys so much. in God, I pray that helps your mental and I'm praying for your mental health. And again, please reach out and use those resources so you don't have to struggle alone. You got a in Christ is willing to go to war on your behalf. So yeah, that being said, that's it for me, guys. Love you guys so much in God. And until next week, mwah. bye. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to hit the follow button. For the confessions of a practicing christian podcast to get your weekly dose of godly counsel on all things success life and wellness also follow me on instagram at co underscore pod and also on facebook at confessions of a practicing christian chime in and let me know your thoughts on this week's episode